You are now tuning in to Youth Youth Voices Voices Amplified, a podcast production from the Community Enrichment Project, a youth civic engagement nonprofit. My name is Zoe, and I'm a global youth ambassador for the Community Enrichment Project. My name is Mackenzie, and I'm a global youth ambassador for the Community Enrichment Project. In today's Youth Voices Amplified episode, we'll discuss global citizenship and global competencies. Those are trending topics worldwide, and we will delve deeper into what they mean and how they impact our lives. There are many definitions for both of the terms we'll be discussing today, so let's focus on how the United Nations, an international organization that promotes peace, dignity, and equality to achieve universal progress, defines global citizenship. The UN's definition states the phrase as an umbrella term for the social, political, environmental and economic actions of globally minded individuals and communities on a worldwide scale. And a good definition of global competence was written by researcher Dr. Bill Hunter. It says global competency means having an open mind while actively seeking to understand cultural norms and expectations of others and leveraging this gain knowledge to interact, communicate and work effectively in diverse environments. In 2015, leaders from around the world drafted 17 Sustainable Developmental Goals, SDGs, at the United Nations General Assembly. Their idea was to create the goals and gain as much support as possible worldwide to help foster a more peaceful and prosperous planet by 2030. Can you believe we are only eight years away? Wow, that seems like a lot of work to do in a little time. And each of the 17 goals has about 8 to 12 targets. So there are about 169 total. And each target has between one and four indicators used to measure progress towards reaching the targets. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, I agree. But the UN's plan includes steps to get it done. And their recent report does admit the COVID-19 pandemic threw things a little off. I think the point is it's still important to work toward the goals. I agree. The goals are important. So even if it takes a little more time, we still need to commit to getting them done. Right. So what are the UN's SDGs? Let's share them with our audience. The first one is no poverty, zero hunger, good wealth and well-being, quality education, gender equality, clean water and sanitation, affordable and clean energy, decent work and economic growth, Industry, innovation, and infrastructure. Reduce inequality. Sustainable cities and communities. Responsible consumption and production. Climate action. Life below water. Life of land. Peace and justice strong institutions. Partnerships to achieve the goal. So, Zoe, what's your favorite one? My favorite goal is gender equality because I'm a girl and I know that as I get older, there are going to be more things I want to accomplish. And if I'm not equal to a man, that could prevent me from achieving those goals. That's cool. And my favorite STG is health and well-being because people's health and mental state should be cared for and there should be resources to help people maintain a healthy lifestyle. For global citizens like us, the most important thing with the goals is to find ones that you are most passionate about and take action to help reach them. I definitely agree. Part of being a citizen, especially a global one, is to do your part in helping the world become a better place. 
So if people have a list of SDGs, what should we encourage the public to do next? That's a good question. To so help make progress towards the SDGs, UNICEF, a UN agency with a mission to protect the rights of all, created a list of three A's to assist citizens with making sure the SDGs plans is successful. Okay, a list of three tips sounds like a good start. What's the first one? The first of the three A's is awareness, meaning we need to raise awareness of the SDGs and get as many people as possible to be aware of them. We can't expect anyone to implement them if they don't know about them. That's a good tip. What's the second one? The second one is action. Once you learn about the global goals, it is up to each of us to take action to create change to the best of our abilities. From volunteering to running for a political office to creating a social media campaign or fundraising for a cause, there are so many ways to make steps to fix issues around the world. Very true. Good points. Okay, so what's the last point? The final one is accountability. We also have to hold each other and our leaders accountable for being active global citizens and for adopting global competencies throughout government and international policies, education systems, politics, and the economy. And then there are the global competencies. What exactly are they? Good question. According to the OECD, an intergovernmental organization that focuses on economic development. Global competencies can be divided into four dimensions. The first one is having the capacity to examine issues and situations of local, global, and cultural significance. The second one is the capacity to understand and appreciate different perspectives and worldviews. The third ability is to establish positive interactions with people of different national, ethnic, religious, social, or cultural backgrounds or gender. And the last one is the capacity and deposition to take constructive, constructive action towards sustainable development and collective well-being. Thanks for sharing that. Now I see how global censorship and global competencies are important to creating universal change around the globe. This is an important topic that will definitely extend past the UN's 2030 goals. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Youth Voices Amplified. Remember to do your part as a global citizen and take action to help make the world a better place.